So this is live from our new studio, or maybe studio, who knows? Temporary relocation for the pals. I like that. For reasons to be disclosed at a later date. That's a very Fair. polite way of right? putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see the? Uh, did, did they ask you the people, in the, the girls in the the next door? They oh, that kind of filled them in on the situation. Oh, okay, I guess we can kind of tell. Like, <laughs> no, nah, later. We're running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> running out of money. Anyways, uh, yeah, live from we're recording at my studio. For those who don't know, we used to record at George's. Um, George's condo is a lot nicer than mine, uh, and it's a lot more natural light. It's a lot bigger. It's a loft. I'm, we're stuck in a concrete box right now, but we're gonna make the we're gonna make the most of it. We're gonna make this a nice little temporary studio. Mm -hmm. It's a good setup. You, you're gonna yes. You feel like talking? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. You guys are talking about the studio. Uh, well, let's talk about what are those things around your necks, guys. First and second oh, place, <laughs> New York City. First place, I believe it says uh, sub two hour marathon. It's yeah. technically a participation medal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it literally is. No, it's a completion. Yeah, completion medal. Same shit. While you participate, <laughs> yeah. you don't cross the line. You don't get it. I don't think so. I don't know if that's true. Fact anyway. check, Danny. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you don't cross or if you <clears throat> like get off the course. And there's cab part of the way, like you can't, you get banned yeah. from the other races. You'll get disqualified. And if you did something like that and left the course, and let's say you like hopped on the subway and then jumped back in and like ran to the finish line, I think you're disqualified from ever entering any other New York City. How would they marathons. know? Well, your bib is a tracker. Oh, it does. Yeah, it has a tracker because like like the case. Okay, so the in you know in marathons like the trackers is your bib, right? And it tells you like the start, finish, whatever. New York City is like the. Uh, takes that to like another level they actually you can track each runner along the whole course oh i didn't know that. so we have like, our number and our name yeah there's an app so the new york city uh, i still have it on my phone tsc new york city marathon george has two pages on his phone holy crap i have one page this one only has it there because i stuff i download and delete uh look so there's a course map it might load let's see yeah so it loads up the map and that's the whole race. So you can see the dots. The camera probably can't see this. But oh, so you'd see it has you pass like certain markers. You would see the thing moving along. So we're, like, we're kind of jumping ahead. But like, you know, we had like Becca's family, Danielle and her family were there cheering us on. We knew they were around mile 16. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they could then see us coming up mile 17 over the bridge. Mm -hmm. And they had an idea of when we're going to be coming I around. tracked them basically the whole time from like this minute they started going and like even other people i knew in the race you're continuously tracking them throughout and i my phone was dead by the end of it like i was like couldn't even contact you them. also have an iphone 9 so <laughs> x and i'm getting a 12 pro cool my uh even like my sister messaged us we were going up like we were passing the halfway and she messaged us like you guys are killing it you're halfway making good time and like we Wait, points. was your sister there? No, she oh. was in Toronto. Oh. She was tracking yeah. us, though. Yeah. We're jumping all, all over a little bit. Well, ahead, yeah, let's start, let's start well, at the beginning. That's a fun tracking story. Tell them about uh, your brother-in-law. Okay, after, after. Let's, let's start. That's during the race. Yeah, <laughs> let's start at the beginning. It was very well. And remind me to tell you what the joke Mark made. It's one of my favorite jokes he's ever made. Okay. My hands down. Stay um, tuned for Mark. No, okay. So... Okay. Why did you guys decide to do New York? We decided to run the New York City Marathon. You know what, Becca, you tell the story. We heard well, enough of George. Well, I got to tell the beginning of it because <laughs> I'm the one that told her to apply for it and it's part of the backstory. You can tell I the story. I go for it. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Tell the story. Whoever tells the story. Uh, well, I, for, I, there's not much backstory for me. I feel like you just one day were like, the registration is open for New York City Marathon. Like, let's apply. And so I just registered 
really not thinking anything of it. He was like, we're not getting in. Like he's, he hasn't gotten in. A hundred something thousand people apply and like it's usually 30,000 I think get accepted. This year 50,000 got in. It was like, because the first year it was like back in person. Back at capacity. Oh, yeah. So you have, a, you have a one in two chance. <clears throat> no, but, but remember, no, but I don't know what the percentage is for lottery because like for, so for example, there's some people that get in on lottery, but then there's other people that run with charities. And there's other people that get to qualify for it. that have a race time. They just like, they send the race time in and they get accepted. Oh, so if you're really you, fast, you're in. I think, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. You could probably look up like what the percent, like the percentages to get in, but you can qualify too at other races, but there's also like Olympic athletes running in like the marathon. And this year, because it was canceled in 2021 and 2020, everyone who was in 2020 got deferred. So that the odds of getting in this year, I believe, are actually slimmer than any year. Mm. I've applied, I think, two or three times. Yeah. So I just re- I just applied because, I don't know, I like running and George told me to. So, no, I'm not kidding. Hold you just on. were like, let's register. Hold on. Let's I like doing hard things. And I said, let's fire it up. Let's run the New York City Marathon. Yeah, so I did we it. we were going to run a marathon. I and I didn't think I was going to get in. And when you register, you you put in your credit card. And on draw day, which I think was March 30th, um, the only way you find out that you got in, like immediately, is that they charge your credit card. And so I remember I didn't even realize it was draw day. I was at a work event leaving, and I checked my, I was just looking at my like bank statements or something, and it was higher than normal. And so I looked at it, obviously, and then it said New York City Roadrunners. And I was like... And how much is it? like 300 us or something to maybe well, two i i'm not sure I don't 280 remember. maybe i think it's like three oh, something so canadian 50 canadian it's one of the more expensive marathons to run i believe yeah <laughs> so so then i messaged george and i was like i sent him a screenshot and i was like i think i'm in the new york city marathon and so then he i said check your like credit card and so nothing. he checked as well and he didn't have anything nothing so he didn't get picked by lottery so then we were kind of going back and forth I remember trying to figure, he was like, well, you got to run it. And I felt so bad because I only applied because he wanted to do it. Like I wasn't thinking of myself, right? But you can't transfer your bib. It's non-refundable. Like you're, if you're running, like you get in, you're in. If you apply, you have to go through. If you get applying selected, you just you either do it or you burn your money. Yeah. So well, it's for charity, some some sort of charity, no, isn't it? The run, I don't believe it's for charity. That that entrance fee is to like for like the police, the course, the city. Oh. The whatever. Didn't know that. I would. That's what I would guess because they shut the city down. They basically shut down for a day. A lot mm-hmm. of like the roads you run on, the bridges are all shut down. There's like no. There's like a, only a couple ways into New York City that day. Yeah, so it can't be just a privately owned marathon, right? It's got to be some sort of charity thing. Danny, it's, New York, it's probably just put on yeah. through the city. Like there, there's charities involved, but like I don't know. If the it, city just makes the money. No, I think it's, I think it's a big a, it's a big attraction. It's like a, a big tourist thing. Yeah, like the the Huge. streets are lined with millions of people. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, then we were kind of going back and forth about. I was like, you have to get in. Like, this might not ever happen again. I know probably a lot of people apply and don't get in, and so. Yeah. Well, on that point, we went to jump just quickly ahead. We were at the start uh, runners' village, the start line, and Becca heard somebody say. How many years did they apply? I heard a girl talking and said she has applied for 11 years and has never got in on lottery. Didn't, no, she just got in. Didn't, or, she, no. or she just got in, but she's been trying for Think 11 years. So it's, it's completely random. So you, just, you never know. Meant you, to be. So she got in and I'm like, I, I was kind of like, honestly, I was kind of like, fuck, thank God I didn't get in. I don't really want to run this thing. It was whatever. And then uh, she's like, we have to run it together. Like, it makes sense. What All this stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll look, find a team. So I went and looked for the team page because you can join. If you don't get in, you can join with a charity. 
and uh, each charity, most charities have the same kind of uh, amount they expect you to raise. Because if you're gonna run, you can't just say I'm gonna run and raise 100 bucks and run. It's, it defeats the purpose. Most is in and around the, the between 2,500 and 4,000 USD. Uh, there's a bunch of like bigger charities. So like Team Kids is one of the biggest one. Fred's Team, which I don't know what it stands for, but they're one of the bigger ones. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of like main charities, and then there's like a bunch of like silver and like bronze charities. So, anyways, I was looking through this whole list and trying to figure out when to join, and like, um, and this is already a few weeks after Beckett already got in, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I emailed a few that I like. I emailed a few, but then I kept looking, kept looking, and I came across one I didn't notice at the, f- the first pass. There's Team Endometriosis, which um, my brother's or my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, has endometriosis. She had the um, she went she had a a really like tough battle with it I guess the last few years so hit close to home I was like this is great like I I know a little bit about this I you know probably could learn more and it's something that I think would like you know I see what she went through and you know I'm sure there's other, a lot of other women that are going through the same thing so I figured it's a good charity to join um, I had to raise 3,000 USD for it uh, as part of it plus that's not including my entrance fee um, I just to kind of circle back so it's a non-profit the, the marathon the marathon yeah so the the, the, the marathon, marathon is a charity then. Like, yeah, well, it's not it's charity. A, no, nonprofit it's is different. It, well, no, it's, there's different registered charities and nonprofits are completely different. Yeah, but there's like 29 different types of nonprofits around the states, and that's considered one of them. Yeah, that's, and that basically, so they they put it on as like an event, but it's not to make money. It's not for a charity. The, the actual event it's itself. It's not is just, for profit. Yeah, yeah. So the city, it's part of this whatever the appeal. Uh, it's, it's part of New York's thing. Um, Sorry, don't non for profits donate to charities? majority no, you, of the time but there's also a different definition like no not for profit is like you can be a not for profit that does something for a cause people still make salaries and wages that are part of it but then it doesn't it can't don't the can't company declare. as itself you, you can't company as itself cannot build a money. profit that's why that's why a lot of them donate it any yes. profit yeah any, and then that's the thing is too it's like you can get charitable tax receipts and yeah, all the kind of things okay. because well, they so end is, up raising it for charities yeah, but yeah, different anyways. kinds of charities so maybe technically it's not profit yeah. there we go um so anyways, we got in, and then as part of my, uh, the, the Team Endo, uh, Team Endo Strong was the team that I was on, they, most charity teams get a, like a run coach, they can pick somebody who's like an Olympian or, or some big runner, um, runner running coach to join the team, and then provide support, encouragement to the process. So we had, our coach was uh, a lady by the name of Stevie Kramer, I think. So I jumped on a call with her, told her, hey, my goal is like, I want to run for sub four, I think Becca can do it as well, so can you put a plan? She gave us a whole marathon training plan. It was like 12 weeks, 15 weeks. And then so we kind of like got into the whole training thing. We were like fired up, ready to go. Training really hard, all these things. And uh, yeah, like obviously training through summer is like makes it easy. But like obviously we went to Europe, which made it very not easy. Um, class- I think Europe was our downfall. Yeah. In it, from a training perspective. Like we were really ill prepared for this marathon and I, it, I think as amazing as Europe was, I wouldn't change anything. Like that put a wrench in the, the training for us. Like we didn't train at all that whole month. And then we came home and it was so hard to get back into it. And we didn't. Like No, we didn't train for two weeks. We trained in, in the UK. We did a f- couple. Yeah, we did a few runs for sure. Yeah. But like, like it wasn't in like, Greece, we, we stopped. We did one run in Greece, I think. Yeah. So we only really trained for probably like 10 days. Yeah, and like not only did we not run, but like we were drinking, we were out, like everything. So like your body naturally doesn't, uh, it goes like backwards, like you're, you're regressing. But 
we got back and we're like, okay, whatever. We have two months now. Let's just go as hard as we can. We said we're going to get home. I, I was like, yeah, no more drinking, no more wine, nothing. Just focus and health. And like that, none of that happened. Work was like the busiest it's ever been as soon as we got back, which obviously you know. And then uh, anyway, just leading up to it, we, we'll get into the, to the race, but leading up to it, we kind of made a decision partly because of the fact that I was like, my knees kept getting messed up when we'd run. We'd go for like three and a, three hour, three and a half hour, four hour runs. It wasn't like consecutive running. So even that, like we were just, we weren't like running for long, long, long stretches consecutively. The longest we do was like eight miles, then slow down for a jo- like a walk, whatever, and then do another three. So we still weren't giving it when we would go out for the runs. It's seldom that we do. We didn't give it like the proper, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like respect that it, that it needed. So my knees kept getting bad. I don't know what was wrong with them. I was going to see physio. There's just freak thing that I would like run really long, and then at night I wake up in the middle of the night and they're on fire. So. My thought process was like, let's just screw the training. This is gonna suck no matter what. We're not prepared. It like it's not gonna go well. So why continue to suffer leading up to it? Let's just suffer on that day. And then we ended bold, up bold, <laughs> bold strategy card, bold strategy. And we really suffered on the day. Yeah, but it was worth it. Yeah. Um, do you want me to just like keep going? And well, no. Like, as you say, we're out, we're on race day now. So like leading up to it, are you? If you have one Wait, time who in this room has ran a marathon? You have. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, I feel walked, like we need, walked, need to call around. that out. But, uh, what, what was our time I, that I we actually, did? I wanted to open the app on this to pull it up and see because I think actually ours was faster. No. I believe so. I'll show you in a minute. We, I think we were we, like I haven't hours. confirmed it. Oh, was it? <clears throat> I can pull up. Um, but anyways, before even race day, we did our, our engagement photos the day before in New York. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How'd they come out? I don't know yet, but we had the best time. Yeah, it was really fun. I think they're going to be really good. Like we the like, photographer, we just... Hannah, uh, Georgia's, well, my future sister-in-law too, she found this guy and he was like so literally the funny. best thing that's ever happened to He's us. Hilarious. He He's honest. just so funny. He's so talented. It was such a chaotic three hours, but he made it feel just like the best experience ever yeah honestly a really funny like high energy like, and he's ju- he's just so talented like i yeah. can't wait to see but he shot on an, on an uh he shot like black and white film he shot like portraits he shot like landscape stuff he shot on an eight uh he shot him like eight millimeter three different film? cameras what so was he the... went in above and beyond for us you know like the old school cameras are eight millimeter whatever he shot like a bunch of like behind the scenes stuff on that That's too cool. yeah mm-hmm. it was crazy we stopped at uh we were in soho we were like, he would tell us like walk in the middle of the street and block traffic and do it. Like I, we didn't care. We did it. Like it was fun. I'm like, whatever. Don't, don't, don't know anyone here. If they honk and they swear at us, fuck it. People were so friendly. This, this was like this weekend in general, in New York gave me this like new found appreciation for the city. Cause it's a city that like, you just know it's like a rat race. It's wall street. It's cutthroat. It's go, go, go. People are like only looking for themselves. It was like the opposite this weekend. Like we're taking our photos and we're literally in the street and people are like saying, you guys look amazing. They're, they're like, just to congratulations. Congratulating us. I think a lot of people thought we'd probably gotten married that day. So we just rolled with it because they What were you us- guys wearing? Um, I wore a white dress. It was like a cream dress. And then I wore this like latex trench coat after. And I wore like a suit. A suit and then. What okay. the hell? That is terrifying. <sighs> that is, that is very scary. It's okay. Um, so trench coat after and George, would you have suit? Uh, yeah, it was like a miss, like a mix match a suit. I put like gray, gray pants. Don't give on. it all away. 
They'll see. I, I look good. I look really. We look really. You good. look good. You look very good. Yeah. So we were like walking the streets, but then we also went to grab Joe's Pizza to grab lunch. We hadn't eaten that day. I was trying to look lean for the pictures. And uh, <laughs> honestly, I fast. We, like we, we barely, I don't think we ate anything. I was just fasting because I wanted to fast. Like I, it's like the race tomorrow too. Gotta not eat a bunch of junk. We're supposed to carb up. But then we ate a whole large pizza, so it's okay. Yeah, we went to Joe's. We got a large pizza, which was it was like a prop for the photo shoot, but we obviously ate the whole thing. Um, so that was just amazing, but we didn't think this plan through, right? Because we planned this photo shoot and then we were running the marathon the next day, but we were on our feet for, you know, three plus hours, in like leather boots, running around shit. in a latex jacket. Like he's spinning me around. We're dancing in the middle of the, like so fun. But then we ran the next day. We put in a full shift on our feet again. So at the end of the weekend, like I actually tracked, I don't know if this is the right time to say this is probably better for the end, but I tracked, um, on the day we ran all in all, we put 47K on our feet because there's so much walking before yeah, and after. Yeah. And the day before, I have no idea. We probably did... A good 10, 12K. Like, we so, walked Because we walked up to get our shirts, which again, these are the best race shirts I've ever been, we've ever been given, I've ever seen. Well, I've never gotten one anyways before <laughs> that, other than the Lulu 10K, but yeah. So Those ones are always say good. Something. I feel like I, I might bring it on after. I have a lot of thoughts about how much they make you walk after that race. Yeah, I can't. Like even, I cannot describe. <laughs> we'll to you. get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. So um, the yeah, the walkie was like we probably put we'll like get there. We'll sixty get there. kilometers on our feet mm-hmm. over the weekend, if not more. Okay, um, anyway, so race day, crazy race day. You wake up, you're up at like six a.m. Five. We got up at five fifteen, five twenty. Race starts at <laughs> uh, race starts at our wave. So the first the pros go off at nine, eight a.m. Eight, eight something. So the pro it goes wheelchair. And the wheelchairs do 26, the same distance. I was watching it. Yeah, but they're also like jacked. It's insane. Like it's guys' shoulders are. It takes them about two hours. So you're wheeling for two hours straight. Crazy. It's incredible. I don't know how they do that. So the wheelchairs go first. Then it's pro men. Oh, no, sorry. Wheelchairs, pro women, pro men. Mm -hmm. Elite men, elite women, I think. Something like that. And then it goes... And then there's like the first wave, which is like sub, you know, between the three hour marathon range, like three, three and a half hours, people, or maybe even sub four. Doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, not important. Then it's wave general runners. Is, one, yeah, 920, uh, 9 a.m., 920, <clears throat> or sorry, 9 a.m., 940, 10, we're going to have 1020. Yeah. We Very important details. I must share these <laughs> yeah, details. Yeah, you got to. So we went off at 1020 because <laughs> we had put our time as, so we said we we're going to run a four hour marathon, basically. That was the plan. That was out the window very early on. We knew that wasn't going to happen. So we just thought, you know what? Let's set a goal for four hours, 45 minutes. Just picked an arbitrary number. That's what we're going to aim for. Um, we got up. Yeah. You, so you, we woke up at uh, 520. Had to get a, take a Uber down to the Staten Island Ferry. Get on the Staten Island Ferry. Go across the Staten Island. You get off there. It's a sea of people. Like just a sea of people waiting for buses to take you to the Runner's Village. It's like a 10-minute bus ride. Something like that. And it was just chaos. Like everyone is fighting. Like the you the buses would pull up in line. The the crowds would just funnel in. But people were animals. They were like running from here to jump in here, pushing people, women swearing at men. Like it was nuts. So we're just like waiting, buying our time, buying our time. And just standing there alone, you're standing for an hour. So you're just waiting an hour to get through this crowd of people into the village. Finally get through the village. Honestly, like once you get there, it like Is that the only way to get to the village or no? There's either you can either do the uh, Staten Island Ferry, you can stay in Staten Island, or you can get a bus from different parts of like Manhattan, Brooklyn, whatever. Um, can you Uber? Maybe. You could Uber once you get to Staten Island instead of taking a bus to the like warm up 
village you i guess you could take an uber and some people were doing that because the buses were just so it was such a poorly organized part of like the event um we just chose to wait because i think it was part of the experience and like we were feeling pretty patient we weren't going off until 10 20 anyways but yeah people were nuts i was trying to keep it light making jokes in there it's a good time Becca was getting so annoyed with me. <laughs> Becca was annoyed with me most of that day. Um, just because, I don't, I'll say this now, she's the most serious person when she has something daunting in front of her where I'm like, this is going to suck, so why would I? Like, I am like the least miserable when hard shit is going to happen. I think, like, I wasn't that, I wasn't moody, cranky, no. nothing. It sucked. So anyways, I was already, I was annoyed with her early. To, like, I'm very tunnel vision focused when i'm doing these things like whether it's the triathlon or this like he's trying to i don't even know what you would say to me but it was it just seemed so irrelevant at the time and i would just be like okay She'd be like, like i, I, can't, I, don't, I can't i don't talk. need to hear that right now i don't need to hear that right now i'm I just i get it it's fine i agree i don't hear. i'm like i'm like literally saying i love you come on we got this she's like i don't need to hear that right now i don't need to hear that right now <laughs> I just, I don't want to be talked to. Like, I can't. Oh, I'm just like joking around, like trying yeah. to make the best of it. But anyways, like the village is cool because like Gatorade is sponsored, Dunkin' Donuts. They give you like bagels, whatever, everything you might need, they, they have. Oh, but Dunkin' didn't bring donuts. They only had coffee. Um, <laughs> I don't think they want people crushing down they like had, a six oh, pack. No, they didn't have bagels, did they? Someone yeah. brought, was we, it Dunkin'? Oh, no, no. It was like a, just a bagel booth or something yeah. like that. People um, from basically once we got to the Staten Island Ferry in uh, at the end of Wall Street there on the island in Manhattan going across Staten Island, even on the buses, people were so prepared, which also kind of psyched us out a little bit. There was like people with like jars of peanut butter and loaves of bread, like making like PB&J sandwiches, like getting their carbs in. We're sitting there with a bag with like granola bars that we got for free at the hotel. I think that was my first takeaway of the day was that the like nutrition is such a huge focus of this kind of thing and we really didn't focus focus on any of that when we were training or leading up to that right did you guys stretch before a little bit yeah a little but people weren't stretching in the village or like walking around you would think we would be doing like stretch routines or like dynamic stretches yeah yeah like no one was stretching everyone was just watching like there was a huge screen set up people just watching the waves these go waves off. go off they're just it's so like you're overstimulated. You're, people are talking to each other. You're nervous. You're trying to eat your bagels. Or you're trying to get your nutrients in. Um, so yeah, not a lot of stretching. But the this I don't even know what you would call it. The what? like the little warm up area, like where all the corrals were, just where we were when we got. Oh, like when you go, so when you're getting ready to go for your wave. No, no, just like the area we were in Staten Island in general. Yeah, the Runners the, Village. Yeah, the Runners Village. That was really cool, and I feel like that's when it first kind of hits yeah. you because there's just it's just a sea of people. Yeah, like music playing, like everyone's kind of you can kind of feel the tension. Like people are nervous, some are excited. Just a lot of Italian people, a lot of people speaking Italian, a lot of French people, as French well. as well. That's the, the language that I heard the most, other than English. Italians ever like you can know you can sp- if you. Been to Italy, you can spot an Italian. They got like their their buffs around their neck. They got their curly hair. Some of them probably looking at their smoking cigarettes ready for a marathon. Like you're just like the most, like, you just would spot them everywhere. Um, but the Runners Village, yeah, was cool. And then you kind of fall into your corral and then it starts to kind of settle in. You're like, okay, shit, like we gotta run this thing. But I said this, I don't know if I said it to you like before, or during, or after. When we were training, why I hated training, even though I, I personally, like I do love running, but it's like a love-hate thing. If I wake up on a Sunday and we have to do our long run, 
and I know that like football games are starting at one and we're going off at 11. I'm like, oh, damn. Or Ricky's going to parlor. Yeah. I'm like, oh, exactly. There's some, There's always, when you're here in training, there is something else you could be doing. So it's like, oh, this is annoying. I have to think, like, I'm just like, your, your mind is going a mile a minute. You're trying to like rush to get it done, but you know you have to do it, follow like certain, you know, um, uh, routine, if you will. The race day, in my head the whole time, I was like, I have nothing else in the world to do, nowhere else to be, committed to this thing. Doesn't matter how long it takes, nothing else is important. And that, to me, it was weird. I, I ran with no, like, we both ran with no headphones. Becca always does that, I don't know how. So, but I said, you know what? We know where to be. So no headphones for this race. And it was like, it didn't worry me. And the whole time we're running, it's it progressively obviously got worse and like harder, but not once was I like, I wish I was like at home. I mean, when it got harder, you think that, but it wasn't like I needed to be somewhere. So you're kind of calm. You're smiling a lot this time. Well, no, because I, when you're like, it's not like I, I, as it got harder, you know, I, someplace else I'd rather be. And I'm like, yeah, fuck no brainer. The finish line. Like, <laughs> well, yes. And that's why, like you want to get to like, be over probably like a mile like 15 you're like fuck this thing I just give me the yeah. finish line I don't want a beer or something Becca was saying that but, a lot <laughs> okay I don't know if you felt this towards the end but even as we were like t- you know mile 25 or mile 24 I was hurting so bad that the thought of crossing the finish line didn't even bring me that much joy because I knew my recovery was going to be so like intense so even like I was in so much pain running and even if I stopped, I was still going to be in, like, I knew I was going to feel it You're so bad. You're fucked either way. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even, it's not that I didn't care, but I, I was like, that doesn't relieve me. So I want to ask, when you're starting, like, you know, when you're about to cross the start line, you got the little bibs on the trackers. Were you excited? Were you fearful? Were you anxious? What's the feeling? I was so excited. And like, George... I mean, you can speak to this too, but when you go off, you're in this huge wave of people. So we were like many yards behind the start line. So you can kind of just see the, you know, these big signs in front of you, all these people in front of you. And then this loud cannon goes off and then they start playing Frank Sinatra. um, Yeah. The New York song. It's the most magical, coolest thing. He got like two minutes of it on video. I don't know. I just was like, I love the city. Like it was so cool. It's yeah, I agree. It's exciting. And it's like, it's kind of like, okay, finally we're here. Like now we just got to run this thing and then that's it. Like it's done. But you're also like just, you're in your, at least in my head, I was like, this is going to suck. It's going to be long. But like you just, you have to enjoy every moment because like you, you did everything to get to here. And like, you know that, you know this, how I'm always like, I'm always so far ahead. I'm never like in the place to enjoy the moment or like that's what you do, right? I've been trying to be better at that. So that's was my thought process is just enjoy this. Who cares? Like every step's gonna be suck or be good or doesn't matter, but just like just focus on what's happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a good actually observation. I feel like that the whole day, that the whole experience, like from start line to the end, I've never been more present because you're not on your phone. You can't do anything else. You're so focused on this yeah. one thing. I I was really at the start line, like so in the moment. Like I was feeling good that morning. I was like, we're gonna crush this. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be so fine. Like I'm a runner. I'm good. Yeah. Someone asked, at what point did you, were you guys like fuck? I just want to say you can answer this first. But we came out with that 4:45 time in mind, and we knew what pace we had to hold. That I had my Apple Watch on, and we were like, we came out knowing full well that we were holding that pace, but we also knew that. 
this is we didn't really say it but we were both thinking it like this is probably a terrible idea because we haven't ever run this hard um this for this duration we haven't even run this duration so not only we're running it faster than we normally would like that's probably not the best way to go about this but you know what we'll just run as hard as we can like consistently hard as long as we can and we'll just see what happens um and like we get to the start line, we start running, we cross the Verrazano Bridge, we're going down. It's not super busy with people yet in uh, Staten Island, like it's not too crazy. But then you kind of loop around and was that, that wasn't Brooklyn, that was it start of Brooklyn, right? Once you go over the bridge, you're kind of back into Brooklyn. That first three kilometers, or three miles, you're kind of already in Brooklyn. Yeah. Because remember sure. we came around and we started to see people like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And I had to stop to use the washroom. As soon as the- you get off the bridge, that first bridge, you're right in Brooklyn. Yeah. And then you're basically in Brooklyn all the way until then you hit that Queens line, then Queens to Manhattan again. Because then you cross right the before Queensboro. the 16. Spend a lot. Most, the Queensboro. Of, most yeah. of our time was spent in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, which yeah. is which. Um, Brooklyn was the coolest place. Like it that that just the feeling was insane. Um, Back, back to the fuck part. Yeah, yeah, the fuck part. The, but the thing that's the thing that sucks, I felt bad for too, is that whenever like Becca has a tendency to like go to the washroom frequently, like like that's fair to say, right? Like whatever. So I got nervous. She's got pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I got nerves. I didn't go to the washroom like right before the race, and I was getting nervous. So we're crossing the bridge, and like. Not even a mile in, I was like, oh, I got to pee. This sucks. And there's no, you can't pee on the bridge, you'll get disqualified. So I had to keep going two more miles, and I'm like holding it. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm going to mess up the race. going to mess up the race. Anyways, stopped. And then one of the washroom twice on the course. Um, but the oh, fuck moment. Um, well, I, so again, I was feeling really good, really strong at the beginning. And we hit that first mile so quick because you hit it on the bridge. And I don't know what about that made it feel fast, but it just did. And then you hit the second mile, third. It goes so fast. And then obviously as the race goes on, it progressively gets longer. Like every mile feels longer and longer and longer. I will say one huge thing for me with this race was having the family and friends there. Like that was such a game changer because I don't know, the way I kept looking at it was like it it literally gives you a reason to hit the next mile, right? So I knew... Danielle was going to be at maybe mile eight or 11. She wasn't. And I was so sad. But then I read her text and she was going to be at 16. So and my parents were at mile 16 as well. Um, And I would say right after we saw them, I probably had like a minute of excitement and like adrenaline. Like I got really pumped up and we were running. It was great. And then mile 17, I was it was game over. I do not know how we finished those last nine or 10 miles. I texted my mom and I was like, I'm struggling. Like, I really don't know how we finished. Um, yeah. The, after 17 got tough. For me, it got really, it started to get daunting at like mile, maybe 11. We were, because Brooklyn, of the whole the whole race, the best borough was Brooklyn. People, I think maybe said it to you already. People were like in the streets partying drinking like the streets got narrower in some parts because everyone was just piling on so you have these big like boulevards where it's wide and like you know 10 people across but then you come around these neighborhoods into like the streets that look almost like king street and it's packed music djs bands people shooting off confetti cannons like just nuts brooklyn was wild and the thing that you have to remember about new york city marathon i don't have a good enough knowledge about the marathons out there but from my understanding it's like the biggest 
party it's the most lively and it's basically 26 miles of just insane crowds so brooklyn was that times like 15 like you would have loved brooklyn it was insane it was a party and so it made it easy because you're just so fired up you have this i had this crazy wave of emotion the same as when I finished my first half marathon, like when I climbed kill, like when you finish it, you get like high. You're like, this is insane. I, just, I cannot believe I'm doing this. You get emotional. I felt that like at mile eight, I couldn't believe it. I'm just in my head thinking, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like back in grade 12, I would never run this. Like, you know, you start to like, you start to like hype, be your own hype person. And it kind of fires you up. And I started crying at one point. I was running and I had my glasses on and I could, I like knew I had, I could, knew I was getting a bit dehydrated because I feel the salt and I kept touching my eyes because I could, trying to keep track of like when I was getting like a little too low on water or like sodium, whatever. But then at one point I started feeling, I'm like, oh, I'm, I think I'm actually crying. And I could feel the emotion taking over. And I could feel my lip even quivering a little bit. I'm like, what the hell? And I just, I remember like, because as I was running the whole time, I was looking left and right. It's so hard not to like, look straight you're just watching everybody to the point where i'm i'm like looking right so long i'm drifting into becca yeah but it's also because you want to see everything you want to take it all in you want to experience everything right like yeah again this is something that you might only do once in your entire life you want to feel and experience everything because just like you said running through the boroughs when brooklyn and it's like excitement there's people on left and right you're mm-hmm. there's so much happening in that you might never pass that ever again you know who i think would love the new york city marathon is you ricky oh, rick would, rick would, that is your kind rick of rick would run no shirt on like paint on his face he would love it you'd interact with everybody that. you could do it I, i'm not gonna lie fly. i saw so much i don't know if it's maybe just because like maybe you guys were there and i don't know maybe the algorithm knows like my best friends are there but i saw so much content about it on um yeah oh oh amber alert i didn't get it um so maybe it's just because uh I saw so much content and it actually looked amazing. Like I saw yeah. so many people that, not that I know, but like my Explore page had guys, girls on it. Yeah. When I was re- casually scrolling through uh, TikTok that night, I saw so much content. I'm like, it actually looks fun. Mind you, you also had one of the like nicest Novembers ever almost. So I was reading. Like when we ran it uh, two years ago. Yeah, it was exact like, same. That weather was perfect. Like we were out and about, on, or maybe not me and Danny, but like we were out and about on Sunday. I was like, this is, actually Shannon, I was with you. And we're like, this weather's like perfect. They're running a fucking marathon right yeah. now and it's gorgeous. So it's funny though, because it was so nice, obviously, but for running conditions, it was actually, I, from my understanding and, and the knowledge I have now, it was pretty dangerous. And I don't know if these are accurate numbers, but I read that about 2,000 people Danny, fact check didn't this. finish the race. I think it's true because the email they sent out said 47,000 completed, but I think 50,000 entered. So, okay. A yeah. Lot. So, there's, so there's quite a couple a of no shows, too, right? Yeah. A lot of people like probably one, on the probably course. one or two percent no show. Why? Just we ran past, we probably factor, I mean, you don't know, right? It could be a factor of things like For injuries, sure. heat. Yeah, yeah. You don't know, but there was like quite a few people that had collapsed on the side, which was. Like it was so hard to look at because when you're running, we're already so in our head. And I was I was nervous enough about myself and George, you know, potentially having an issue like that. So you kind of just have to, you know, you make sure somebody's there with them. There's medical people and you have to just keep running. But it was crazy. So, yeah, the weather was great. But at the same time, it's it was so humid. It wasn't really conducive to like an actual healthy marathon environment i kept getting notifications through that app being like yeah. stay hydrated stay hydrated this mm-hmm. is good conditions for the runners but right before you guys ran past mile 16 an older man maybe in his 60s or 70s actually collapsed and the mm-hmm. medic team had to run him out and like even just like watching him like it was terrifying 
so scary it is it's so scary and you really feel for these people because you know everybody is like building up to the stay the same way that you are and there's all these nerves and like everyone just wants to finish like you don't even care if it's if it's six seven eight hours like you just want to finish and then you see these people that just like are toast george actually checked that we were five and a half hours Good for you. Yeah, I, it's just so that's the other thing. My jars like, was pretty flat. That was mostly downhill. Yeah, I would plan the route to run to Mississauga. The elevation was a decline towards Mississauga. Not always, but mostly downhill. We gained the New York City Marathon gains one thousand feet of elevation. Yeah. It's because of all that. Like there's, it's one of bridges the, there's all the bridges, right? Yeah. The I'm first sorry. the uh, the first bridge that we crossed in the first mile is is the steepest and the hardest like part of the hardest bridge. Yeah, but at least you get it over with that at the beginning. We get it right? over with. Um, and at that point, you have all the energy, so you don't. I mean, I didn't even really notice how no. hard it was. But the bridge from mile six, 15 to 16. 14 to 16. It's like, was two, it 14 it's like to 16? two miles long. Is, so the you're. Queens, the Queensboro Bridge. Up until then, you're running and you're just surrounded by all these crazy crowds and you're, you're hyped up and all these things. And then, then you get on this bridge and it's just silent. And all you hear is people, like the pitter pattering of feet and everyone's and heavy just. breathing? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, everyone's done at that point and then you get down the bridge and you just kind of turn and then you can see and hear the crowd and that's where we saw my parents and danielle and it was just like it's the coolest feeling it um talking about heat i actually have to go home and change danielle as a viewer yeah sweating i was in like a jacket and i literally went home and changed my shirt and put another sweater on because i was like sitting there sweating my ass off waiting for you guys to come run like people are like surrounding like it was hot it did rain a bit, which was really nice. Like it just started like out of nowhere, started drizzling rain, and it felt so good. It gave us like another boost of energy. But see, the heat, I a lot, I it never came into my head once. I actually loved running in it. I was like, this is amazing. I'd rather run in this than like cold any day. It, yeah, it didn't bother me. I did notice I was getting way more dehydrated. Like I, I could, it was like you could feel the salt and see the salt on your skin. Um, it's, I just need to give one more shout out to Danielle though and like our supporters because I it just changed the game for me. Like I can't imagine not having had them there. And I I I really started to like in my head I kept thinking about the people that didn't have supporters there and how hard like it was already such a hard thing not having them would have just not and not being able to share that with them and have somebody see you do it in real life. It's like I don't know. It just it really made it for me. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely having people there, like and running with someone too, like it would have been very hard running alone, especially no headphones, no nothing. We like yeah, we didn't that's, talk. That's wild. We didn't like we. I mean, we would like chit chat as we were going and try to fight each other, fire each other up. But like at certain points, just like you're in the zone, you're running strong, so you're not talking a lot. So we're just like I running. I want to be talked to. Yeah, Becca's like so serious. I'm like, come on, we can do it. Let's go. We got this. I would like slow down. Now, one thing that I would recommend, like the the hard, the worst part about running, at least for myself, is starting and stopping. Like your legs start to seize up and get tired. So because I've when I run, you watch like the pro runners do it, and I've always kind of observed this, even when I did half marathons, is when you're grabbing like water stations, just run by, scoop it, keep jogging, drink, throw it down. Becca had to Becca wanted to like stop a little bit and drink and like kind of catch up and everything. So like she's a stronger runner overall than I am for sure, like bar none. And I don't know if you feel it the same way, but like I, it's so hard for me to start and stop, especially when you get to like mile 13 and past, like halfway. I was getting almost, I could feel the shin splits coming on. I never get shin splits when I run. And like my ankles would lock. And like it's like the tin man trying to get your things going again is so difficult. Um, 
but anyways, after we saw them at mile 16 and saw the family, we actually came down around the Vera's, uh, Queensboro Bridge. We we're looking for them. We come around the corner, back uh, looping under the bridge. And we like we run, we run. I don't really hear anything. I was in the zone as much as possible, so I didn't hear yelling. Becca hears Danielle, I think, yelling. Danielle's like screaming her head off. You can't miss it. My mom asked me, she's like, make sure you warn the people around you that like how screechy your voice is. You know why I think I actually saw? <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> I saw your mom first. Yeah. I saw your mom first and then I but I could, I could see it wasn't her screaming and then I look over and it like Danielle it was so crazy. You know what's funny? My mom it was it's a, like people again like you said before people were so nice on race weekend. It didn't matter where you were but especially around the race everyone was just so nice. So it's like I saw people in front of me because you have to get there early. Becca's parents had got there 45 minutes earlier than us. Wait um, or else you can't get a spot up front? Well Sorry. no no it's impossible but the thing is that you're supposed to do is that you're supposed to if the people in front of you are chairing the racers ahead of you, they stay there. As soon as their races are done, you switch spots with them. But some people are pushy here and there, but other people were very, very kind. So I find this one group, Becca's parents are a couple people over. I'm like, they have a spot ready. So I'm waiting for the people in front of me and I'm seeing them because I'm tracking Becca and George the whole time on the map. And I see the people in front of me. Oh, they're ahead of Becca and George. Perfect. If something happens, okay, then I'll ask them to do a quick switch. But at this time, like they'll be done with them. And then I can is there switch a fence? spots. Sorry, with them. is there a fence? Or yeah, is, a lot uh, of it is. Yeah, yeah. There was in a some fence. areas like yeah. they were. There was a, that was garbage. there was a fence where like we were. Why'd you pick your area? Um. So initially we were gonna do Brooklyn or Williamsburg, but then I actually wanted to see them at the end of the race as well. And traffic from getting from Brooklyn to Central Park would have been crazy. And like I didn't know how long it was gonna like it could have taken them an hour and a half after like or two hours. You didn't you just didn't like the timing was so unpredictable that it would have been like taking too long to get to and the central ra- park the race course to mile 16 is let's say it's you come like mile 16 is right here mile 26 is like here so you like go this way and you come back down so they're basically uh on the same street almost. it's all, it's on the same street just like one area like upper east yeah, side pic- to midtown picture it's like king east versus king west and you're running up to like exactly east, yes. north york yeah yes, exactly. so then crossing the bridge and everything just seemed logistically too hard given the fact that like we just didn't know how their race was gonna go so that's why we decided mile 16 then becca told me her parents were there i'm like okay like as long like maybe can find a spot like it'll be easy um but then they actually had her parents had tickets to the grandstand to watch them cross the finish line well you can buy tickets uh, to the finish line certain spots if you want to see like in the yeah Yeah. and i hit the line we um but we saw like danielle yell so we heard them we were just passing them and becca's parents were like a little bit further back so we had passed them and we saw as we saw Danielle we looked back and we saw our parents and we just kept running and we're, we both like look at each other like, oh we gotta go back so we turned back in the middle of the race I almost ran into a guy turned back and then we went like high five them high five Becca's parents and then just like put our head down and just kept gunning it down that street you're on once you're in Manhattan looks like it goes forever you can actually just see people to the point where like it just like you know, like it shrinks and goes out. And it doesn't it even look like they're moving. Like just it goes just forever. looks like a static group of people. Like that's it's how sad. far away it is. And you just keep running. That's from mile 16 to mile 20 something. I think it's, I think it's only mile 20. Yeah, I think it goes to mile 20, then mile 20, you go back so to the park. I memorized this map. Yeah, Ask so me four, anything about this marathon. So four miles is almost like 8K. Yeah, so basically down. Seven K. Danielle was really tired holding the sign for six hours. <laughs> really heavy. <laughs> Um, you know, it's funny. It almost looked like the sign that they, like my family made for us. Except this one was like 
was the back of a bunch of hearts on it. I think. Yeah, it's the only stickers they had at Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Wait, the the, okay. the the crowds were incredible in New York. Whether they you had somebody in the race, whether you were just a local and you were you know supporting and like people had chopped up fruits that they they chopped up themselves from their like people everybody just wants to help out they were giving out paper towels That's to wipe your say. sweat some people like water this one candy. woman mile like 20 i think we were in the bronx of course you would notice the candy eh, buddy? Oh, he took actually, he took yeah. candy from people because yeah, you should you need it you need it this one woman we were at it was mile 20 to 21 she was somewhere in the bronx and she had this tray of pretzels and what looked like timbits and i was like I'm taking a Timbit. Like, I need a chocolate Timbit. That's exactly what I need right now. And you're like fucking and you trying to just that, figure out how to stay alive. At that, point. that station, mile 20, was my worst part of the whole race. And they had a little clinic where they, you know, they put like the, Biofreeze. the, the rub on. They were like people rolling out their muscles. Everybody's just dying. I think these are volunteers too, like not part of the race, like just people. Yeah, I don't even know if they're qualified, but they're like massaging your calves. Like they're they're all just and Some you know what? Curves out there, <laughs> they get pretty high up your leg. Like I will say that saved me. That like actually that freeze. What is it called? Biofreeze. That saved me. Icy cold or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I was. So we. That, I would have walked the rest of the race to be honest. That, at that guy was point. like, and I could less looked at her. I we stopped. We stood there for probably like, like three. No, we're like five minutes. We stopped there. They did our legs, whatever, and then we had to like pick it up. And we just came over one of the last two bridges into the Bronx, and then we had to go down around a short little way, and then back up another bridge. And these are small bridges. I love George's like geography. The way you try to describe like <laughs> yeah, I'm chaos. I'm chaotic. Um, that whole time, if my leg, I, like walking was hard, but the thing is. I was just trying to get us to move our legs and jog as much as we can. But at that point, like our knees and quads are like seizing. So you're almost running straight legged. Kind of like, you obviously know this, it happened to you. Um, so it's like, it's very hard. And you're just trying to run because you think it's better. But then you don't realize that like, you'll be, will be slowly jogging at a pace next to somebody that's walking. And then you walk and you realize you might as well walk because you're moving at the same speed. It's just so hard to get your legs to turn over. Um, that last stretch, as we started to get to mile, what is it, 21, 22, you're like, okay, four miles left. And we're crossing the Bronx, and you hear, uh, we're leaving the Bronx back into Manhattan, and you just get to hear the Bronx accent, like a typical cliche, like almost sounds like, like I don't want to say, like, what's the person I'm looking for? There was like this lady, like she was like a, like a Latina lady standing on this like post, being like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do the accent. I'm going to mess it up. But just like cheering us on. Be like, your medal's at the end. But with like her accent, I was like, this is like peak Bronx. And it kind of, that fires you up, right? Like you get all the little flavors of everything. Yeah. They're, they were amazing. Like the, the crowd. But I, again, but going back to the Bronx in mile 20 to 21, um, while we were running, like your legs are rust. My legs were rust. I could, I could not move my legs. And this one woman like runs up beside George and I in an all pink outfit. And like she was, she had a good rhythm. Like she was clearly bouncing, still had energy. And she runs past us and she just goes, yep, 10 kilometers left guys, 10 kilometers. And I just was like, are you kidding me? You B, you B word. Like, like we were so mad. Well, number, and it's not even, it's not about her, but oh, it's yeah. just like number one, 10 kilometers left. And number two, like, don't say that to me. She, I think she was firing like, herself. I'm fucking up. dying. She I'm got, dying. That's not help. Like, she probably thinks she had headphones. 10K, in. right? 10K. Yeah. 
That's a long at that at that point. So that'd be like, that'd be like me. I'm like, guys, we got this. Let's fucking go. No. It's an hour at a at a six minute per kilometer pace, which is a pretty good pace for an yeah, average. At runner. that point, that it's an hour. We're running at like eight nine minutes yeah. per kilometer. No, I couldn't even fathom it. I could not fathom it. Becca was like, I'm I'm done. I can't do this. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, no, I'm like, we got it. Like, let's just get this fucking thing over with. Don't talk to me. I'm like, all right. Yeah. With the last the last stretch back into Manhattan towards Central Park was like it's hard because it, it is uphill, which is crazy. Like you're basically running uphill and the last two in Central Park go down. But it's just in my head, we were at like five hours at this point, and I get the time is the time. It doesn't really matter. Like five fifty nine or six oh one is just you can say broke it doesn't matter. It's, it's you just, just want to complete it. Yeah. At that point, I was just trying to fire us up to go. Back is like, just if you want to finish a faster goal. I'm like, I'm not running by myself. I'm like, we're we're do this together, we're finishing together. So we just kept trying to go and do little like sprints and little increments. Um, At one point, George was like, "If we if we run the rest of the way, like we can finish in under you know six hours or whatever." And that was another moment where I just was like, "Do you think I care about time right now? Like just." <laughs> I just want to finish. Like, if it takes me three more hours, that doesn't matter. It, it was just funny. Like, looking back, I I could really see, like, my inner child was coming out. Like, I was just getting angry. Like, I didn't, ha- I didn't have the mental fortitude in that last five miles. You know what? But he did. If you guys can get through that marathon together, you guys can get through anything together now. Absolutely. hmm We didn't, like, but even when I was, I can be... I'm an, an annoying person to be around. Like I, someone that gets annoyed super easily, but I also can be super annoying because sometimes I just don't pick up on social cues and like someone might be like, just leave me alone, don't talk to me. And I just keep talking. Like I just, I just, I'm trying to make it like better and I think I can improve it. So even though I knew she didn't want to hear me talk, I was like, okay, I could not talk, but then I'm going to be bored. So I'm just going to like try and get her fired up. But I knew it wasn't getting through and delivering. But I'm like, ah, who cares? Like, just going to keep going. I was like talking to myself. I'm like, you got this. They all said you couldn't do it. You can do it. Like, I was literally <laughs> just making up people in the back of his head to fire them up. Okay, I'll tell you they what. They said you couldn't do it. I'm going to do it. They call me fat okay. I got this. That literally happened. And I'm going to tell you, just before we tell how this all ended, on that race, I had many, many realizations. Running with no headphones, that's all I'm going to do from now on because you just think. You zone in and just things come to you and like you feel it's it's it, truly cathartic. It's like therapy. There's a lot of things that I realized on that. Not for you, Rick. You, you need headphones. Like, I, abs- I can't do it. That's why one thing I hate about swimming. That's why I dislike swimming. Even though it's the, like, in my opinion, the best workout, I think it's like You're the, so the best cute. thing. Swimming is hell for me because I have no music. I need that. Like, I don't know if George told you this. I ran a half marathon to one song on repeat. And the best part is it wasn't even on repeat. I reset the song every single time. What was the song? Uh, Leaky Lee, I Follow Rivers. The Magician Remix. It's a good song. I know why it's good because every time I remember like, you know, kilometer fucking 17 and I didn't, again, I didn't train for that. I just ran it. I'm dying. All I hear is dun, 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 dun. and then it's like, okay, I'm like hopping along to the sound. I need song because you ever run and you get that you're dead tired and like you're listening to some random shit like low tempo song and then fucking Swedish House Mafia Greyhound comes on and you're like don't 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 like it just fucking I'm like I love this song boom I gotta go I got I gotta like okay so that's why I can't run without music the, your me and my own thoughts just it. my flat ass feet thumping along the road oh kill me <laughs> so you're pointing about the songs coming oh my on. god if we were on the the queensboro bridge with ricky we would have just heard like that pitter patter of his flat feet the like, whole time it's just flatness yeah so 
like the one thing that with running with the headphones that was crazy is like at the moments where you needed a pick me up somehow like it was given to you i don't know how to explain it and i had these like this like philosophical realizations while we're running and it was like what's the greek god of uh, the messenger with the wings Her- on his feet Hermes, i have it on my leg bro there you go that's it but the, it just it's weird how like as you're like not weird sorry as you're running you just like think through things right you like things come to you and the first one that really like humble like I, first thing i learned was like humility because number one not only in a daunting race but as i was running and you're running through brooklyn i was getting psyched up i was like you know you you were the fat kid you were never gonna run like they, ever, they told you they didn't pick you for the team you were always picked always like thinking like all these like stupid things that are probably not true i'm making them up but it's so crazy as i'm going up this hill <laughs> i said to becca to be in the race watch over potholes be careful I'm, I'm going up this hill and you can see in the distance there's thousands of people and it's like daunting but like I'm fired up and I'm thinking like you can do this you're like you're you're born to do this you can run you're a runner and then at one point in a in this is in a split second I thought to myself and I remember thinking you're better than everyone here and as I thought that which is a stupid thought to have I thought that I almost rolled my ankle like God was like, you need to be humbled right now. I'm not kidding. It was the, the craziest thing because I didn't like think it like intentionally. Like I am better than everyone. I'm the worst runner here. But you know, like you're trying to fire yourself up and you have a thought that's not the best way to think about things. I almost, and it was the same angle that I've rolled. So it, I kind of like tripped into a hole and I felt it kind of go. And I was like, humility. Lesson number one, humility. George, Don't ever think you're better than anybody. How do you humble a king? You, 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 make, him almost, you make him almost roll his ankle. No, but it's it's interesting, right? Because like you can th- you can psych yourself up and tell yourself positive things, but when you start to be to the point of like narcissistic, like you know, th- for the wrong reasons, I was like, this is a sign. <laughs> so I took that away. The other crazy thing that happened was every time, like at least this happened to Becca the most, which was like it was a coincidence in the end, but it was crazy. Every time we were like drained and burning out, and you needed something to like get you going something was there to get us going each of us so one point we're coming into like williamsburg and we're like fading and all yours come on becca and we're like what back who no they're like you guys wouldn't have been there so we knew that like, that's bizarre we keep running this, sorry this is like mile three it was early on keep running a couple kilometers later come on becca you got this i'm like what is happening here keep going it happened like four or five times over a span of miles Eventually, we noticed a girl next to Becca had a shirt that said Becca right behind her. But it's crazy how like the moment that she was fading, it would happen and we'd laugh and get going. Then like farther down the race, I'm like like fading. I'm like, this is awful. Oh, here's, you got this, George. I'm like, what? what is happening? Literally, as I'm thinking, and I remember the thought that I had, I was like, I'm like, I wish I just had people like, you know, in my corner firing me up. I wish like, like how do I say this? Oh, I guess okay, this is why it made me think of that. There was a guy running, a, I guess a French guy, like he was like running and like, you can see he had like French things on him and he's running and out of nowhere, you I guess he passed his fans and they go nuts and he stops and then the, his, I guess his buddy gets on the rails and goes, Ale, Ale, like cheering him on. I was like, I was getting chills. But then I keep running, I was like, I don't fucking have that. I'm like, this is so depressing. I got no one here to fire me up like that. that at that moment, I heard, you got this, George. I'm like, how the hell does that happen? Like what? It, I'm like, we're in a simulation. I was like, no, you do got this. I think also seeing a I'm lot the of best. Those, I'm the best runner there. Almost rolls the ankle again. Seeing a lot of those reunions and people seeing their people or maybe being surprised by someone they didn't know was going to happen was the most tear jerking 
thing to watch. Like that also made me super emotional and just made me want to see my people Makes you too. Ball your eyes out. There was so many crazy around mile reunions. sixteen. There were so many people like as you guys did like run back to their families or whatever. But we had this one guy in front of us. He was waiting for another runner behind him. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to stop here. Take some, like took a gel pack. He was just chilling there talking to his family right next to us. And watching that, I started bawling my eyes out. And then a mom came by and her kids were there and she's like giving them kisses. She stopped for a second and then ran back. And then you guys come and I'm like, oh, I can't control myself. Yeah, it's so, it's so like powerful. It is emotional. I don't know. Yeah. But to your point about having like things when you don't realize you need it. Um, there was a lot of in the crowd, obviously just people that were out there to support that were locals. And, um, I remember there was one point where it was probably like mile 17 or 18 where I just like put my hands down on my knees and I really had to just like collect myself. And like, I needed to stretch so badly. I was dying. And there was this woman sitting, do you remember the woman sitting yeah. on the curb and yeah. she just looked up at George and I in the most genuine way. And she just was like, you guys got this. And I was like, <laughs> yes, we do. Let's girl. Go. We got it. It was the coolest thing. Like she probably had nobody even in the race that she was supporting. Like a lot of people had signs that were just like, good luck, random stranger. Like the signage was incredible. Want to hear hear a funny sign? In Brooklyn, it was like a lot of young people, right? I don't know. There was so many. There was ones that I actually died laughing at. A lot of people were like, a lot of people had this sign like, don't trust the fart (laughs) or whatever, like random shit like that. I met, the first one I saw was running through running through um, uh, Brooklyn, and a girl had a sign saying, um, uh, "How did you word it?" It was like, uh, "Oh, I was like, it was like, uh, how did she say?" It was like something I'm, about I'm, your stamina. Oh, he's like, "I respect that stamina. Call me." <laughs> and, then, and there was another girl like later in Manhattan that said, "I'm definitely easier in this than this race." And I had her actual phone number on the thing. In Central Park, there was a girl. Yeah, had a sign like that too. There was but some... a lot of good ones, like you know, rats don't run the city. You do. Yeah. And like it was just you know, Stefano, 20... Alonzi, how his girlfriend yeah. ran the race. His sign said, "My hot girlfriend is running, and all I can do is drink beer." Yeah. Yeah. So, some, so funny. There was some like yeah, there was some crazy ones. I can't remember, but there was a few that really made me laugh. Um. Like it's almost like thumb smile if you're not wearing underwear, like really random shit. But like some, anyways, with some clever ones. But again, it's just something to keep your mind like the, occupied on it's anything. So but how hard it it's so entertaining. It's so entertaining. The cops, the cops, sorry, the cops. They would be like near the end, like when we're patting to the Bronx. The cops are like, "Welcome to the Bronx. Get the hell back out of here. We don't want you in here. Go back to Manhattan." Like joking around, but then they see Will Fade. He's like, "Come on, guys, you got this. Come on, don't stop. Don't stop." Like firefighters sitting on their trucks, like firing everybody up. It was so See, that's cool. the problem now too, though, because I was looking at other marathons today that we might run. And a lot of them compared to New York City. What? Crazy. We're actually ready to go again. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go again. But a lot of these other marathons, like there's one in, um, you know, like Athens, all over the place. They're so much more rural. Like there's not, yeah. there's no crowds. There's no music. There's no people banging on drums. Like, it's just just you and, you know, some dirt road. Like, yeah. it's so, so different. The marathon had, like, throughout different areas, like, entertainment zones, as they yeah. called it. Yeah. Did you think those helped? Yeah, I'll tell you. That's Because I actually have, I have a story about that, too, of, like, where we were placing ourselves at the end of the race. Because at one point, we're like, oh, this is fun for us while we're waiting for you guys. Okay, wait. I'm going to tell you this. When you passed by you, I didn't see you. Yeah. Because I wanted to kind of get towards the end of the race. Yeah, he didn't see you at some I didn't far. see you. But to the, good, this is a great question because this goes back to my point of things are given to you when you need them. And Ricky talked about not having music. As we were coming up 
to the last mile. So we got to the, we got to mile 24, 25. And we're like, okay, we have to run this. We're going to finish as strong as we can. We put our heads down and we ran. That's where you guys were waiting. I didn't see Danielle. Even when they were yelling, I had my head down so focused. As we're coming up that way, my favorite song ever plays. Sweet, um, Axel and Grosso. I just need it. Yes, I heard that and I was like, I hey. heard it. I was like, I'm, cr- I'm d- d- not stopping. I run through a brick wall right now. So in between, I like, couldn't believe it. I was like, this is my favorite song to run to. Why is it playing right now? At the bottom like, the of 59th, right at the bottom of the park, there was like one entertainment zone on one side, one in the middle, and then one at the end, right before you were going in to finish the race. So at one point, we were sitting there parked, and I'm like, hey, like, the music's already going to help them. Let's go sit in between. Like, if they see us, they see us. Like, they don't, th- at least we get to see them, kind of thing. But then every single song that was playing, I was like, oh my God, George and Becca are going to love this. George and Becca are going to love this because you could hear both sides. Yeah. Oh, you guys had such a good spot. And like, I feel like that was a good spot. Not just for us, but like for you guys too. Like you were right in the middle. Like it was perfect. I was hey. so happy to see you. I had to see you finish. Oh, it was so, yeah, I I was so happy there. to see okay. you. I knew you would be somewhere else at the end. I just didn't know where. You need to rewind though and tell your Duncan no- oh, your Mark story. <laughs> Way to ruin it. <laughs> I was going to get to it when I got to the end of the race, but I will tell it now. Yeah, this is before the end. You're no, the end now. See, I read it after I got to the hotel. I didn't see uh, it until like okay, later. So then let's there. finish the race. And- so here, here um, what is that song? I don't even know the name of it now, but anyway, Axel and Grosso I fired me up. I just, I was, I like when those songs, when I would hear songs in different media places, I heard that. We heard another. We heard a bunch of like the Rocky song played. There was a band at a school. But the Rocky song, I cried. I ran. I'm like, I'm like, I remembered. I actually thought about you a lot during that race. I that no, and I know we gotta way. run this. I'm there in spirits, guys. No, because the Rocky song played, and it was a band, and I was like, there's a lot of times. It was like, a school band. You can do this, Ricky. Could make fun of you, Fat Pit. You got this. <laughs> Don't stop. But no, but it reminded me of like of like uh, a. Baby. I was just picturing me behind him videotaping it. <laughs> No, I was like, I remembered. I was like, me and Ricky, like, we're in China. This is what he played. I still remember that video and, like, fired me up. The Axel and Grosso song, I was like, when Biza, Rick, fired me up. Like, obviously, I was back as motivating the most. But I'm just saying, like, things would happen that reminded me of other people, too. It was crazy. It was just, anyways, it was such a humbling, like, euphoric, crazy emotional feeling. Yeah, it was unforgettable. And like at the end, after we heard that song, we're coming down around back into Central Park. And it's like, you know, there's like like 200.2 miles left, but it feels like it's a fucking mile long. It's just taking forever and ever. So then we're running in together and then we held hands and ran across the line. And uh, my parents were in the, on the sides, but we totally missed them. Like. I didn't. I didn't see them. At yeah, the but they, they saw you. But they right? saw that, us. That's the important. And they got like they. My dad took a video of us on the screen, like crossing the finish line. And oh my gosh, I yeah. Do you I, cro- sorry? Do you cross the finish line? Like, is it just you guys crossing? Or is there a bunch of people crossing? Yeah, a bunch. bunch. There's a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we crossed six hours four minutes. I think it took us total. And I don't know what happens in that last like ten seconds because I couldn't move my legs. But you do somehow. I was like, I had a beautiful stride again at the end. I don't know how that happens. It's that last little fucking jolt. Last yeah. little bit of gas in the tank. Yeah. Press the NOS button. It was uh, it was crazy. Once you finished, it was so... It was relieving, but it was also... I don't know. It, just, the, Nothing, the, it was still painful. Go ahead, sorry. It didn't sink in for me yet. Like I feel like I just was in so much pain. And the thing is, it's, it's both good and bad, but they 
where you finish in Central Park, they get you to walk like quite a distance until you can get out. So we, it felt like we were walking forever because I was walking so slow, but I actually could not physically walk. Like I thought I was, I was nauseous. I was just so uncomfortable. So you finally get out of the park, but you're amongst all these people. And then once you're out of the park, you, they like block off all the roads. You got to walk back down. Like to put into perspective, you finish the race inside Central Park at 67th Street, around there, 65th. You have to walk up to 77th, get out of the park, go on to Central Park West, and go all the way back down to 62nd to get off, to get out. And then from 62nd, everything's still, that's just where the racers get out. And then at 62nd, you can meet people there. Then from 62nd all the way down to Columbus Circle, everything's blocked off. So... You can't get a cab. You can't get an Uber. You can't get on a subway. It, nothing. Is, is you're there basically like walking. water stations, food stations that once you finish? You get a, oh. you get okay, a whole so bag. And you're has you're, like you're a not. Yeah, you're not fucked. Right? No, no, like, no. You have what you physically need. Physically, you're fucked. But, but I was, mentally, you're okay. I was like, I someone get me in an Uber and back to the hotel. I can't hold myself up right now. Like I was so uncomfortable. George's like, I'm the best. I could hold we myself up. We had a whole. Up. We basically yeah. had to <laughs> loop back down. We saw my parents. We saw Danielle, but. I just, I you couldn't get me home faster. Like I didn't even. That I was, was ridiculous. So Why would they make you walk that much? Come on, people I'm sure can. There's a reason. To, yeah. No, you yeah, but people can walk on their own time. Then, like, if, if some yeah, people some are like, sort of funnel it out because if you you can't, there's no exit there in the park. There's also stations. Like, it's the way it's the infrastructure. No, of course, but there has to be a better you way. You can also that get out insane. as soon as you're on to 77th. You can get out. The problem is we have to go walk to meet you guys. We could have told you to come around to 77th. You just didn't want So to technically you're not allowed. You can go one street parallel and come around. So technically, according to race rules and stuff, that probably was only changed afterwards throughout the day, maybe, because you're technically as a racer, you had to do the full race walk down oh, to either. And the only that. two exit exits were at sixty fifth and sixty second. Oh, I didn't know. Where the exit I memorized that map. Scrolls a run a run coach. <laughs> Anyone needs anything, I know everything about the marathon. Danielle can, can how to work run it. there now. Except for how to run it. I can train you. But yeah, oh. <laughs> I think it, it sucked in the moment having to do that walk. But it, now that I'm almost like fully better, I can, it definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was annoying. The For me, the, I, I was like in a little bit of pain. But once it ends, you're like, okay, I'm fine. My legs felt like I had been like at a, on the dance floor dancing all night or something. Like they just felt, they felt like you needed to move and you didn't want to stop them moving. It was like, they were very irritable, uh, like antsy, irritable, whatever. Like you, just, you needed to like keep going, the way but you also couldn't keep going. Yeah. The way that I felt w- when we got back to the hotel was I had like the post-race chills. I don't know how, how, like, I don't know how you felt after your marathon, but. I almost fucking hallucinated. Yeah. I remember we were coming down Lakeshore or something when the sun was setting and I just remember thinking, what the fuck am I even doing here? Like, I couldn't feel my bottom of my feet. Yeah. Mind you, I did my no training, which was fucked. Mm-hmm. I was really fucked. That's a little insane. Yeah. <laughs> Not in yeah. five and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember being that fast. But yeah, I was, Why I did you guys decide to do that? Just I was to, supposed to run George the Athens training. Marathon, yeah. Right. Oh, so you just like were training with him? or I was going to run the Athens Marathon on November 8th. 2020 it got canceled back in the summer and i just kept running but then my running tailed off in september october but then november 8th the week of the november 8th it was the weather was like again like this un un like uh, i'm no, normally was, hot it was so, november 13th or 14th no yeah. unseasonably hot you sure because it was my mom's birthday that night check oh 
Yeah, you went to your. Wasn't it a surprise party or something? <clears throat> it's. I think I it was. Remember the, you took sorry, your right. Yeah, so yeah, we did. Yeah, it was, it was two it was, years ago exactly. The weekend that jeans. we did this. It was November eleventh, uh, November seventh. Yeah. You're correct. Sorry. So that that marathon was two years exactly. I ran two marathons are exactly two years apart. Um, but yeah, I was supposed to run, and I just said, yeah. like, I that week I called. We were together somewhere, and I said, "You want to run with me? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna just go do it." And he's like, "I'll do it with you." We meet in my condo, run east, come down Lakeshore the whole way. We did, but. The weird thing is that we did that faster. I remember walking more of it with you than I remember than me and Becca. I think walked. But mind you, we flew the first half marathon. For us, when we did it, we were like two hours for the first twenty-two k. Really, I don't. We, remember I that. remember flying. We were. We started to hit it. Remember when we popped out after like where you live now? We hit that Seven Eleven, and they were coming down on Lakeshore near like the Ukrainian consular yeah, and shit. Our, our, That's yeah. where it started to fucking hit us. And then when we started to get into Mississauga. That's what, remember we passed that church and we had to stop taking off my shoes and shit. And I went to go, I went to go oh, like, stretch yeah. my, my hamstring and almost seized up. Yeah, that was, yeah. Taking off the shoes after the marathon is like. I, I, ran, I ran in like fucking shoes like this. It's so painful, I didn't have proper shoes. Though. I didn't have anything. I was, it was so Putting dumb. Putting your like bare feet on the floor after I found, like my feet felt like they were bruised on the bottom. Yeah. Like well, it, they are, right? Think about Think about if you tap your hand on something, just your hand. Then we mm -hmm. tap it 50,000 times. Mm -hmm. How many steps you take in a marathon? 50,000? Give or take? It's almost exactly 50,000. So I think, think about tapping your hand 50,000 times against something. Your hand's going to hurt. Yeah. It's just, it's just natural. Like, yeah. Like when we got back. It, it's a bruise. I got on the bed and I just had to lie down for a minute. Even though I knew like I should be stretching, I couldn't. Like I had to lie down. I was shaking. And then I finally got up after maybe 20 minutes and I put my feet on the floor. And I just like instantly like collapse like i just like shriveled mm -hmm. down i couldn't hold myself up george had to walk me over to the washroom like everything was just i was doing jumping jacks yeah you were doing a... jumping jacks i got took a shower put my boots on went to go walk to shake shack y'all want to hear what i ate, I I ate? Okay, I yeah post-race meal i i feel I, I you guys already know this you know this too yeah but i love it i can say it right we now. went over to cvs <laughs> you we went over to cvs we got I got Are another beer. You gave me a Michelob Ultra after this. I went and bought another one. I didn't drink that beer though. I had Hostess cupcakes. You know those cupcakes? Two, we had the two pack of those. Um, Haribos. Haribos. Haribo Star Mix. Haribo Star Mix. Sun the bag chips. Of Sun chips. Not big bag. Like the medium small bag. Sun chips. Coward. Sun chips. Uh, cool Ranch Doritos. A Kit Kat. We didn't eat that till the next day though. Um, what other candy? We. Did I eat that? Yeah. Oh, you brought, you brought it back. You brought it back. Uh, then when I, there's probably something else we had. I can't remember. Wait, where'd you guys stay? Moxie Times Square. Times Square. Okay. I liked it. It was loud. Back, it, it was loud. I was <laughs> a fan, but I liked it. Uh, it's cool. It's like, it's like, feels like a, like a millennial version, like a watered down version of the W. It's, it's cool. Cool vibe. Um, we saved the Moxie in, was it Japan? Yeah. In Tokyo, I think me and you did. In Tokyo? Pretty sure. No. I don't think there's a Moxie in Tokyo. I'll check. I'll check after the Moxie. I've stayed at the Moxie in Amsterdam. I've stayed at the Moxie. I know I have a picture with my mom, I and mean, I'm 95 percent sure it's the Moxie. You're right, actually. Yeah, you're right. Because I had my blue you're kind right, of circle. You're right. Glasses. You're right. We did stay at one of them. Yeah. Yes, there. there is one in Tokyo. Yeah, we stayed at that one. Yeah. Um, Fact check. <laughs> and then I had double shack burger, cheese fries, regular fries, chicken shack, half a Becca's milkshake, a Coke Zero, a large Coke Zero. What else do we have? There's something else that cheese we had. Cheese fries. It's like a regular Sunday for you though. Probably, but I was like, 
we didn't eat the whole race the whole day. We burnt, I bought the, the Nike app. Said yeah, 40,000. No, that's cr- You burned way more than that. I was a bottom. I, I don't know, but after the race, I was like, I, I didn't really have an appetite. Yeah. Because you were hurting. Like, no, I, I didn't have, a, I'm not oh, joking. Really? Jokes aside, no appetite. I, yeah. Danielle gave me the beer and I started drinking it. I think that like replenished my like body and that I started getting appetite. Do you guys like post, post-race beers? Oh, so good. They don't do it for me. Oh, Danny saved me with that. It actually made me feel so much better. Like, I, for example. Coach I, Danny, she knew. When I did my triathlon, like the steam whistle had a, a tent set up. I didn't. I just skipped it. I was like, that's not what I want right Next now. Next up, I'm bringing her. I want a blue Gatorade. <laughs> so apparently, yeah. beer, I think I read this possibly in the race, some race dial, race manual, whatever the book. It's a vasodilator. Is that right? I think it like gets blood pumping back to your body i'm not gonna be making this up entirely but the carbs plus that i think it just like it gets like blood moving again it makes you feel better i got my appetite back i was not hungry the race ended we we basically had gel packs a, a half a bagel in the morning some granola bars and like a couple bananas on the route and that's all we had all day for six hours of running and i was not hungry and then the beer yeah, helped out um so my tiktok right now is filled with like marathon stuff like non-stop and these two twins keep popping up the wade twins and they just did seven marathons in seven days what are your thoughts on that it's a challenge like there oh is like it happens gosh. across the world like some of it's like seven days seven continents this one i don't know where they did it exactly but they finished their seven days at the new york city marathon that is too I don't much think to you wrap my head seven around. Marathons okay, seven marathons well, in seven continents. Okay, well, they did. So seven days. Seven continents. You can't. No, well, there's a there's days. a challenge. That apparently, just I just googled flights, it. Well, they, that's the same as like David Goggins. He did seven ultra marathons in seven weekends. Yeah, that you that you can physically. This was do. seven days, seven marathons. No, you can. Okay, yeah, you can do that. No, guys, look up Google Cam Haynes and see how much he runs on a daily basis. I think Cam Haynes runs like a marathon 50K. a day. Or something. Yeah. He does a marathon a day every day. Which is not, like his lunch break. That is wild. A little more than his lunch break. I think in like a marathon a day, he does like a morning run, afternoon, and evening run. Because it's probably like it runs an hour. Yeah, you, do you guys think you'll do something crazier than a marathon? <sighs> like define crazier than a marathon. Yeah, like, talk what, to you, Something Rick. like physically challenging. Like, because I, I felt in the moment, of course, that that was my physical limit. Is yeah. a marathon. So now that I'm limit. out of it, I feel like I want like I want to do something else. I. I could, I do think I could do something crazier, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, like, what's okay? Let's in reality. What's crazier than a marathon? So an, an Ironman. Just Ironman. Yeah, Ironman. An yeah. Ironman is, is, is no a marathon plus is, plus. Yeah. Um, so let's say let's say a ultra seven, marathon. Like ultra marathon. I'd say Everest or like an eight thousand climbing an eight thousand climbing a mountain like a big mountain. Yeah. yeah. What what else is there? Probably that. Like some hiking, crazy like thing. crossing the Arctic. Something something. Yeah, something crazy. Like there that, is a. I don't but think about like the popular items you can do. So merit like so Ironmans, no questions asked. That's tougher than uh, yeah. Would you guys do that? The problem is training for an Ironman is almost another job. It it's, is. Oh it, no, it, it's your life. Yeah, it's like you you don't have a, you like you have to give up not social life, but you give up oh. a lot. Like when Everything. I trained for the the triathlon, I like stopped doing a lot of things because you have to actually train almost twice a day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in order to hit all your like milestones that you want to hit mm-hmm. pre race. My old boss ran uh, Ironman and her mom had died the week before. Mm. I still can't Dude, believe it. Ironmans are fucked. Like to finish an Ironman is like some like some of them are like fucking twelve hours. Like I think six like eight hours is like a go- or six hours is a really good time. Twelve hours is average. So think yeah, about like, how I think it's like, like the- six or eight is like uh, like the winner. We got halfway there. <laughs> well, you only think about, on the only on the run. Think about part. what you did. An Ironman, I think, is it's a marathon, 
I think it's a three kilometer swim and it's a 150 kilometer bike. I'm not a I'm not a biker or swimmer. I like running. Okay, Becca, what was harder, the triathlon or the marathon? No questions asked. No offense. Okay. Marathon's way tougher than no, no. Triathlon. The marathon is harder, of course, but I will say because you the did the swim, smaller triathlon too, right? Yeah, yeah, but the the swim portion of the triathlon and how I felt in that moment it was almost the same as like what I felt from mile twenty one to twenty six of the marathon, like. I just found that so challenging. So remember, the stakes are higher. And in that you, too. you, you said that. Remember to me. when I when I said I'm like, what was your fuck uh, uh, fuck moment? My triathlon was five minutes into the swim. It was the my first ah, fuck. thirty seconds into the swim. No, first thirty, first thirty seconds. We, we, you know, you jump in the lake and like they're about to shoot off the cannon. I'm like, okay, cool. Then everyone's kicking and splashing. I'm like, hey, fuck, I'll chill. I'm a fucking sick swimmer here. I'm gonna do this in twenty minutes. No big deal. And I hung back. I remember hanging back. I'm like, there's too many people here. I'll just swim around them. I'm faster than them. And then within five minutes, how do you humble a king? Throw him in, a, <laughs> throw him in Lake Ontario. Fuck! I remember within five minutes saying, "Fuck, fuck! Yeah, I, I can't do this." It's a different. Like the marathon is objectively harder, yeah. but no that that twenty minute feeling that I had because in you the can't swim, stop. There's nothing you can do, and you're just in. There's so many more elements. Like you're in water. It's dark water. Sorry, it, it's not clear, right? There's so people kicking and screaming beside there, you. It's murky. There's people kicking you in the face. I'm going the wrong direction. I can't find my breath. I'm in a wetsuit. Like it. There's just so many components to it, and it's not like. And I mean, I was doing it in cottage country, so I can't just you know swim off to the side and like you you have to just finish. So that feeling. It's kind of what I felt during the marathon, but just condensed into like. The thing minutes. is, on the marathon, you can you just walk. Yeah. Yeah. Or, st- or stop. Or stop and stretch. Take a I breather. Say there was in the a- water. There's nothing you do. What are you gonna like? Fucking <laughs> float. It just feels you can't. scarier. You can't. You can't. You can't. No, the swimming. When you're trying to catch your breath, you can't float. You the know, swimming float feels scarier. The swimming was scarier. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done a triathlon, well, you but could the, stakes, the stakes are higher in a swim. Well, people are there, but the stakes are higher because you yeah. could go down. Like a marathon, if you're running at an all-out sprint, like the stakes are high. You could have a, something with your heart, something with your legs, something can happen, but you can just stop and get medical attention like quickly on the side of the road. Like, I will say the marathon, it gets to a point though too when you said this where um, running, walking, it doesn't matter. Both suck. So even when we were walking, it wasn't mm-hmm. helping. Like it was actually probably hurting just as much. And then yeah, you have to rev moving, back right? up. You have to get power back in your legs and rev back up to run. Like that takes so much out of you. Trying to get your legs moving again. Like So uh, like this is clearly not a lot. Also, a lot of people taken how doing- Danny's like sitting on this ottoman here. I was I lonely in the corner. For her. Um people along 59th street at the bottom of the park were jumping in and holding some of their friends yeah. that can't walk anymore i was ready to do that mm. yeah yeah you would have did I, you see I was, there was a video but like, is that allowed like that should be allowed you're not yeah, they're not gonna stop you at that point no at that point no i i know it's, it's a fucking charity race danny the winner's not getting carried across the line okay, so, oh, but it's like the new york like i could see other people because like there was tons of runners but carrying they made, other they runners get disqualified right like i know in iron like, man's you're not supposed to you can't help but if can't you help touch. people you're out. You're out. So that's why you see all these videos of people literally crawling and they're on their own and people are just running past them. It's because they can't, they know that if they touch that person, they're, that yeah, person is Yeah, then there's humanity, right? I like, saw these like two people today running and it was, this guy was like, the, the finish line was my distance from you guys. And 
two guys were running past they just picked them up as they were going and just brought them across and it's brought, amazing. those ones get me going oh my god i bawled yeah that'll <laughs> really get TikTok. you going <laughs> those ones get me going there was yeah i saw one too on instagram same kind of thing it was these two guys carrying this girl and her legs were barely like they had her by her arms like this and her legs were just like barely even touching the floor but she was moving them like it was so sad but so cool to see at the same time i don't know yeah it's uh what the corsetti story oh we get back to the hotel catch it up on the messages didn't check like i i checked my phone periodically the race to like just do a text to like see how fucking know. far i am <laughs> no I, I didn't look at the race snap at all i only messaged like i'd message becca's parents or danny or like i'd see my my brother or sister or friend be like you got this Man, like, so, you know what's cool, too? Like, I'm in the middle of a race. Like, shout out to Richard Karayuki, man. Big Rich. Like, I open my phone, and I'm like, mile 10. He's like, oh, it's race day. Kill it. You got this. And, like, I was like, this, man, people are so cool. Like, our friends are the best. Like, just everyone fun. Yeah, we got so many, we like, great amazing friends. messages. Great friends. Like, the ones who, like, could, yeah, anyways. And family. Sorry, and fam. family. Family sent mine the night family before. Family sent us so many messages. Like, if I was blowing up. My Auntie Lisa sent us the nicest message. I think it was the day before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're all rooting for you. We're so proud of you guys that you're actually doing this. It's crazy, whatever. Like, yeah, so sweet. Um, I checked the phone. I checked open WhatsApp because I didn't open WhatsApp all day because I knew it was also football day. So I knew my phone was going to blow up. I didn't want to use the data. So I said, let me leave it closed. I'll check everything later because also nothing matters but what I'm doing right now. Get back to the hotel, get Wi Fi, open my open WhatsApp. Every group's blowing up. I open the family one first, like my uh, the Butsalis family chat. Reading through all the things, like, God, how'd you guys do? Congratulations. My brother-in-law, Mark, I see his message. He goes, he goes, George, so weird. I opened the map to check your tracker. It says you're at Dunkin' Donuts on 34th Street still. <laughs> or he goes, something like that. I read it. I was howling. I was like, what a funny message. And George told me, he's like, I was like, she called me after I told her I was like dying at it. She goes, she goes, Mark was typing it and giggling to himself and told me. And I was like, honestly, it was one of the funniest things. It like made my day after I read that. So Mark, great joke. Um, I don't know. When I, just to like bring it all back, when I was running that, I thought, I like, I just knew going in, I was like, I, I was telling myself we're ready because I didn't want to like have bad energy. I knew deep down like something bad, like I'm either going to hurt my knees really bad. I was thinking about your knees. I'm like, if I get Ricky's knees, I'm going to be so mad because I can't run anymore. I'm like, I'm already slow this year. This sucks. But I just kept telling myself it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Like you can do this. You're a runner. You're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to kill it. And the whole time, even the parts I was miserable, I don't think I was, I can't remember where I'm like, I would never do this again. I think I was like, I hate this and I don't want it. Like I want it to be over, but it was just such a cool experience and such a good feeling. Even when it was hard, you're like, no one, like 1% of the world runs marathons. Becca told me this fact. Yeah. I maybe double check that, but I'm pretty sure 1%. Of the I don't even say it's 1%. We'll run a marathon or something or one, out, of, out, of, out of every person, you know, you think 1% run it. We'll run I a know marathon maybe a five people. I don't know. We'll, Something we'll like track. that. 1% of the world will run a marathon. Or I definitely thought during that that I will never do that again. Now I, I'm 100% going to do another one. But in the moment, 0.01%. 0.01%. 0.01%. That's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, my, my, I got it wrong. Um, and and the, yeah, when it while I was there, I was like, this is incredible. What a cool thing. To Becca's point, it's hard because once you do New York, I'm very happy that we did it. That she like she got in and she made me do it. Like it was a sign we had to do it, but like it is a hard one because of the elevation and the bridges, and it is it is grueling. 
but I've never seen like people come together like that and cheer for the other friends and strangers and all that stuff. Like New York, I have a, I, there was a lot of it. love. Yeah. Okay. I have a newfound respect for that city. Cause even though it's a rat race, even though it's cutthroat, even though it's a doggy dog world there, any cliche you want to use that city, like New Yorkers care so much about New York. They're like not only patriotic about being American, it's like to another level about that's where they're from. I'm sure a lot of people from a lot of states and cities think like that way about where they're from, but there's something different because I think New York's all a lot of like expats, not a lot of just New Yorkers. And these people just like rally for the city. It was just such a cool experience. Mm -hmm. I'd honestly maybe run the New York City Marathon again, maybe not the next one, but I'd probably do it again. Yeah, in a few years I think or I, I would definitely do it again. It was unforgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it was one of my favorite experiences I've ever had. Ever. I'm even in, even one of mine. I mean, I've done some cool, like some tough things and some cool things. I was one of the, if not the coolest experience that I've I feel I've, very lucky. Yeah. Incredible. I'm on an article right now and it says the 30 of the best marathons in the entire world. I probably read it already. Last night, we were on the couch two nights ago looking up all these articles. So the first one, it's Marrakech. Yeah, it's the Sables, right? And then Tokyo, and then Kilimanjaro Marathon. I read this today, actually. Maratona di Roma. Yeah. Then the Boston. Boston is the one you have to qualify for. You can't get in by Virgin Money London Marathon. In that's England. the next big. That's that would probably be our at least on my London list. London would be awesome. London would be my next one. Big Sur International Marathon. Okay, we're not go through all thirty, Danny. Big no, no, Sur. No. I was See, go I was looking at that one today, and I was actually googling it a bit hard, but like so. I mean, it's beautiful, but so rural. Yeah. Okay, you just don't get that same energy. I'm watching the Great Wall Marathon. Hell yeah. no, those are stairs. So, so there's the, there's five there's five world marathons. The Abbott World Abbott World Marathons. It's uh, New York, Chicago, Boston, Paris. Uh, sorry, Berlin, uh, and Tokyo. Those are the five championship ones. I That'd think. That'd be cool to hit all of those. Yeah, those are uh, or maybe sorry, what did I uh, New York? Chicago. Anyways, I think I can't remember if London's on there and London and Paris are the ones that I don't know if they're a part of it. London would be an incredible one to run. It's probably the most comparable to New York for like crowd purposes. Paris apparently is nuts. Um, I, yeah, I would want to do another one, but if I, the next one I want to do is something different. If I had to like compare um, doing a marathon to like climbing a mountain, I like both things. Like, I think both things are equally cool. I'm not good at both, but I respect the hell out of anyone who can climb a mountain or who can run a marathon at a crazy pace. We're probably, like, nearing, we're probably almost an hour and a half or something. Nice. Um, <laughs> like, I respect the heck. On 30. On 30, yeah. Wow. It's dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> I respect the heck out of anyone who can do it. I think running a marathon is, is like a cool, I don't know. I think it's a cool thing to say that you ran a marathon then climb a mountain. Because, like, kill is cool. It's hard. But, like, you, it's a hike, you know? I think that if I had to do one other thing to go back to the question of like do one other thing that's like hard, I'd probably pick a marathon again over like really anything else. Or maybe an ultra. I want to do some half marathons. Yeah, I'll do it with you. Oh, not me. I can't run. Oh, you're saying us yeah. do halves. Yeah. Halves or yeah. Yeah, I know, but just I like keep doing some halves. We could do some halves. See, I, I would definitely do halves or even another ten, like 10K, whatever, but I would, I would try to challenge myself to like reach a personal best from a time perspective yeah like if i was to like enter a half marathon or something i'd be doing it to try and run it like in a very well the school like one yeah the yeah. school that i was standing next to she wasn't running it but she had run it 23 times she was in like her 70s and she's like yeah like i'll do like a marathon once every five years now if i still can if not like i'll just run halves like ugh, too annoying but she was like insane that's so Half's cool are, in my opinion for like average people 
Joe's, like halves are good because it's still a big accomplishment, but it's not unfathomable. You know what I mean? Like for the average Joe, a marathon is just not realistic. Like for the average person who's not a runner, who doesn't doesn't train, isn't like super into the gym, a marathon is just not achievable. A half is one of those things where it's tough enough that it's tough. It's far enough that you're like, holy shit, like, like me to George's condos is like 10K. So think about like, it's like me to that 427 or something is like 10 is 20k probably not even no. right so i googled from my condo downtown to my house in richmond hill back down would be a full marathon yeah that's how far they are right you know what i mean so it's yorkville to richmond hill and back my parent my parents in poor credit to becca's in scarborough and the bluffs is a marathon it's just a, like just shy of a marathon yeah, there you actually, go. Actually, I think I don't actually. I think it's only like That's thirty-five. Right. So marathons are un, like they're unachievable for the average Joe who like doesn't train. A half marathon is like that perfect distance where it's a big enough accomplishment that you can do it, and it's not like unachievable. You can train for three months and do it in a half. Yeah, marathon. I think having it's so funny because looking back, like I remember doing my first Lululemon ten k and thinking that was such a big deal and that was such a. I mean, it was at the time for me, and like that was my goal. And now having ran a marathon like and having done so many half marathons to train together I, like that just feels like nothing to me now i mean i remember we were getting we got halfway in the marathon in new york and i was like i wish that that was all this was and then you do that all over again like i think something like a marathon and beyond like you have to it's just a different level like you're digging so deep to try to finish that. It's not just about the physical strength. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I will, again, like George had the mental fortitude for bo both of us. I really. I'm the best. They call me fat pit. Watch me complete. No, but he, he, shit, he held it strong for both of us. Like I really lost that. I was just like an angry little child. George, when we did it too, George is the one that carried us. Yeah. Like after we had like the first 20 K when we did it, it was a yeah. breeze. Again, like I can, I can tomorrow morning wake up and run 20K sub two hours. I probably. think I like would have walked like easy. a lot. But once you hit that 20K, like hitting 30, I remember it was time I'm like, George, I just can't move. He's like, no, we got this. Like three more K. And I'm like, George, it's not three K. It's like six. Yeah, yeah, four. Why do you say, well, don't worry. We'll, we'll be at 4K in like a kilometer. Don't worry. We're almost there. I'm like, fuck, whatever. Well, that's when round down, George, actually helps yeah. a little bit. I remember, I don't know if it was you at one point or if it was just in my head, but I feel like you were like... I don't know if it really happened if it was just imaginary. I feel like at one point you were just like, if we run, we're, we'll finish faster. So we like we might as well just run or try to. Or we, You were like, let's just bite off small chunks yeah. of running and then we can walk. Yeah. Small chunks of running yeah. and walk. So let's run to that water station. And, then run and when the you next said one. that, I was like, okay, you're right. If I just run, it'll be over faster. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we, should send, hey, we should send this to the New York Marathon. This episode yeah. for the people there. Yeah. I love it. It was an amazing event. I, I feel so lucky to have done it. And I just, yeah, they did an, like, it's an incredible event. Yeah. I think everybody should run the New York Marathon. I think the point <laughs> you made, yeah, I agree. Honestly. Honestly. Can, everyone should apply. And if you get in, push yourself. Because probably known, I've known this for a long time, but it just, it, these kind of things reaffirm this. It's like nothing in life is, like, well, not nothing. The best things in life are things that on truly money can't buy or you can't um, like you can't just get them if you want them. Like you have to work. For, sorry, that, that doesn't make sense if you get them if you want them. Because if you want to do it, you will get it. But you can't buy it. You can't cheat your way to it because you will never get that level of satisfaction without putting the work in. And it's so crazy. That's your point. Like no, an average Joe can't get off the couch and do a marathon. That's true. You can't just get up and run it. It is. It's hard. But... I only started running, running, like trying to take myself seriously in 2018. I started training for my first half marathon 
And that was a nightmare of an experience, but one of the craziest, most rewarding things in the world that I'd done at that point. Now, to Becca's point, when we'd get up to train on a Sunday and have to run for two, two and a half hours and run a half marathon, it, never once were we like, I mean, we were like, oh, we have to go running. But it was never like, oh, it's it's a half marathon running. It just, it just, we just went. It becomes a new normal. Yeah. It's like a half marathon. We could probably go today, three days after the marathon and run a half marathon if we had to, which is nuts to think about. I'm a pretty heavy set guy, never ran. Like used to be a smoker. Like I'm not, I'm not a run. I shouldn't be a runner, but like, I just believed and convinced myself I was a runner and started running. And it's, uh, it's the most satisfying mental clarity inducing. Yeah. Cra- just the best, best feelings. If you can, if you can do it, do it. You get sick medals and sick shirts. So that's what I was saying. This of all shirts I've ever gotten from like, as a, as a runner or the things they give you as part of charity things, whatever, the best one I've ever gotten. The best. Long sleeve too. Unbelievable. But it's weird. Nobody really wore them on the race day. Like everyone got them. Yeah, high. but everyone wants to wear their own thing. Everyone, right? had their fit. everyone has their fit, right? Yeah. Okay, the last point. Huh? No, the, the last one. So we have the, our shoes that we had with Alpha Flies, the best Nikes, the one that broke this two-hour marathon. They're they're amazing for running. Like I, I think you notice a bit of a difference, even if you're not a fast runner. They are horrible for walking. I've never had like foot cramps. Never get foot cramps. The, the, once we hit like that wall at the halfway point, and we have to walk, the shoes kind of make you arch your foot always because you're like propelling. My whole foot for the was just cramped, like both feet. The most the weirdest feeling, very uncomfortable and irritating. Those shoes are, unless you can run the whole time, do not wear those shoes. I honestly don't know if I recommend buying them. Um, if you're a great runner, they're good, but yeah. That's my last piece of advice. Anyways, let's let's wrap up. Guys, for me and Danny, I guess, congrats. Very big accomplishment. Congrats. From, yeah, from anyone Woo-hoo! listening to I'm sure they're thinking the exact same thing. That's an honestly like an amazing achievement. You guys did it in a good time. You guys did it together. You guys didn't kill each other. Like Those in itself are good accomplishments, so... Um, Congrats, guys. Big win. Thank you. What do you want to do next? Gun to your head. You have to choose one right now. Anything. Run, mountain, triathlon. What would you do? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm obsessed with running now. And I kind of want to do the London Marathon. I re- I probably would have said a mountain but before having run this but we were runners me and london me and ricky will come to london and i we've family hey, we i'll be the guy on the side just boozing it up <laughs> we can't apply until uh 2024 now because the window passed i think yeah it happens in april 23rd of 2023 that yeah. would have been a cool oh, weekend. my birthday weekend can't weekend. come can't we come can't, tax can't season it. change it another find another one <laughs> i'm trying i'm gonna i think i'm gonna i might apply for chicago how about you quick what do you want to do i might apply to chicago because it's in it's in the february march i think i want to keep Ryan. how about you momentum. ricky wait it's in february march yeah i think so it's cold. That's okay. Next phys- physical challenge. Uh, I'll probably do a, uh, like a half Ironman, a 70.3. Good for you. Yeah. I'll come Danielle, cheer you on. What are you yeah. doing? I'll be your coach if you want me to. Cheer I'll, like, you not, on. Like, I'll be your manager. Like do the stuff. I won't like I'll be the best you. cheer yeah, in just, the world. I, that, that would be my thing. <laughs> I just want to. mountain. Think of something. Let's start people, doing it. Next year I'm getting jacked. There's here, a lot so of people holding signs at the marathon that would say like, this sign my arms are so tired from holding this song. I trained, I trained all week to hold this song. Yeah, yeah. I did. That's Danielle. No, I'll climb a mountain. Okay. Climb a mountain Will you? With me. I'd climb a mountain over running. I can't run. I'll, so I... D- <laughs> Let's do a group. Hold on. Mountain I could, Can we do one that we go up and down the same day? Yeah, you can do... Yeah, yeah. I think Elbert <laughs> takes a few days. Yeah. Guys, I 
so back before this marathon, we talked about doing a, like a mountain because I'd I'd love to do the seven summits. Maybe not Everest, but the seven summits. Back, Achilles the good one to start on, so it'd be good for like Becca wants to do one as well. But I personally want to do either Elbrus, which but it's the border of like Russia and uh, somewhere in Europe, so it's not the best time to go there, obviously. But then there's Mount uh, Mount uh, Aconcagua, which is like in Patagonia in South America. I think it's Chile. Patagonia would be cool. Chile, Argentina area. Uh, it's it's tough, but it is like a hike. It's all technical climbing, so that one I would do if anyone wants to. Yeah, let's train. Along. Aconcagua, I would do. I I, I I would do it tomorrow. It's okay. Now I go South America. Record a podcast on the mountain. Well, I, if I'm going to South America, I got to do Carnival Rio. So I'll make it a three trip. We'll climb the mountain for like a week, and then sure. No cell phone for a week. No TikToks. Have you been to Brazil? You used to go every year as a kid. That's so cool. Stop going. When I was maybe like twenty-ish, eighteen-ish. That's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for okay. having us. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. That was a long one. I'm hungry. Woo-hoo! Starving. Anyways, that's it. I'm Signing off, pal. You guys need to follow us. See you next time. <laughs>